Welcome to Panda Expressed, a podcast created for you to feel more inspired and connected to Panda. I'm your host, Andrea Chern, Chief Marketing Officer, and I sit down with Panda leaders to chat about their lives, their passions, and all things Panda. Enjoy. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. We are delighted to welcome you back to the podcast. We are going to start in the same way we have started other podcast recordings, which is with a lightning round of questions. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> the excitement is evident today. What is your favorite app on your phone? Hmm. My favorite app would be uh, YouTube. It's true. You watch a lot of YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite YouTube videos to watch? I started following some of these animal life things, you know, like animal in Africa. I guess I'm really interested and curious about how these animals live with each other. I think YouTube is fantastic. It has a lot of entertainment capabilities. I hardly watch TV anymore. There's so much going on with YouTube and the TED Talks and stuff like that. If you want to learn about any subject nowadays, you can actually look into it and be very knowledgeable about what's going on, right? And that's pretty nice. Do you prefer to drive or be driven? I prefer to walk, actually. Coffee or tea? In the morning, coffee. In the evening, tea. What is your favorite yoga pose? The one that's hard to do. What is one thing that you have learned or one way that you have improved that you're proud of? I believe over the years, I have softened and I have become more caring and more empathetic and loving. Why are you proud of how you've grown in loving and caring and empathy? You know, I am beyond blessed. I have a successful business, wonderful family, and I'm generally proud of the fact that not only very successful, we did in a way that we included many people along the way, right? And we got a lot of help. We made a lot of things happen far beyond I could dream of it. I think I'm very proud. Not only we got things done, we also did it in a way that more people feel good about working with you because they learn from this experience and they can spread it to other people. How did you propose to Peggy? Wow, I think it was just time, you know? I don't remember a formal proposal. It was more like a discussion, probably. Planning. An agreement. Yes. What is one tip you would give someone looking for a house? Buying a house is about looking to find the best deal when you purchase. You make money when you buy, not when you sell. If you're a first-time buyer, go and look as many houses as you can so you know what's good and what's not, and be educated. What is your most prized possession? My heart. And the way I look at life, my vision. What is it about your heart and your vision that you value? I think I care about how things work in the long run. I think about other people's interests. I see afar. I make sure I adjust to successful long-term results. 
We are going to shift gears now and talk about Hulisa McCarthy. Who is Hulisa McCarthy? Hulisa is my assistant. How long has Hulisa worked with you? Oh, I think she's been with us three years, maybe more. Can you describe for me what Hulisa does on a day-to-day basis? She helps me to make things work. If you had to describe Hulisa in just three words, what words would you use and why? She's all in, and she wants to make me successful. And why would you describe Hulisa as all in? That's who she is, even during the hardest time that she faces. She will show up and never complain. Very strong. I'm beyond grateful. What do you admire most about Hulisa? When we work together, she shares the same desire to be better. When we talk about making things work better, she's all in. She wants that. She wants to know how to improve. So we're really a very good team together. In what ways have you seen Hulisa grow over the last couple of years? You know, she picks things up quickly. And we don't stop. It does not stop. We look to change, to improve constantly. She makes my life easier. I just think she's really brave. She's very strong. When she's not feeling well, I would never know it. Andrew, if you were to acknowledge Hulisa, what would you like her to hear? I would say she's doing a great job. What do you hope for Hulisa and her life? Healthy and happy. Thank you very much for your time today, Andrew. Thank you. Good morning, Hulisa. Good morning, Andrea. So I'd love to hear a little bit about yourself and how you came to Panda and the role that you hold today. Sure. I am a mother of two, grown children now. Yay, almost grown, never grown. And I came to Panda, gosh, four and a half years ago. I was very fortunate enough to know mutual friends of the Chern's, and Andrew needed an assistant, and I thought I'd make a great assistant. So that is my role here at Panda. What does a typical day look like for you? One of the best things about my job is there is no typical day, so every day can be different. But normally, I love it when Andrew's here because for sure, no matter how much you plan, it'll never be the way you planned it. And I love that. It's like, wow, (laughs) just a whirlwind. But I wake up at five o'clock. I exercise every morning. I'm one of those, even though, you know, they say you're not supposed to. I look at the emails that come in the night before and anything that needs attention, I'll give it attention. Usually check in with Andrew in the morning or in the evening before. I mean, there's always something. He's nonstop. I call him the Energizer Bunny. He has certainly more energy than I do. Andrew's not the email type, so it's more of a phone call. And he'll just give me my list of things that have been on his mind. And I need to help answer, facilitate, orchestrate, however you want to see it, put it together. And so that is my typical day. And what is his typical day? His typical day is he's also an early bird. He wakes up very early, and I don't think he checks his phone first thing in the morning. I can tell because the emails don't come in until later. But same thing, he does yoga every day, and yoga is obviously not enough for him, so he has to walk another 45 minutes after yoga. But everything has a purpose, so he's walking and he's on the phone. Or if he's not on the phone, he'll listen to his books on tape. 
He comes in, and then by that time, we kind of already know what his day is going to involve and what he's asked, because we've already talked in the morning. And then it's just meeting after meetings with different people. And if he has an idea, he'll say, like, is Andrea around? Need to talk to Andrea or, you know, somebody who he needs to talk to. And he's nonstop. We usually work through lunch, which I love. What do you find most challenging about your role? On a personal level, most challenging for me is that there's a benefit to work for Andrew, and then there's a curse to work for Andrew. I think that people are a little standoffish to get to know me or get to get close to me because of Andrew's assistant, and they're always afraid. I always sense that they're afraid that, oh, she may say something to Andrew, and, and I just wish that they would know that that's not my role. I'm not here to out people. I'm here to hopefully facilitate and make the door open for Andrew so that they can get to know Andrew more. So I think that's my challenge, just building the trust with other associates to know that I'm on your team. And what's the most meaningful or inspiring part of your role? The most meaningful, inspiring part is that I get to go out to the store visits and there are gatekeepers. And that's really what is driving the engine for Panda. So to me... It's inspiring because I get to see him on a regular basis. I get to hear him in geo classes and store visits. And then I get to share some of that with associates or other people. What do you find most inspiring about Andrew? What I find most inspiring about Andrew is that he really does care. You know, he calls it seeing possibilities. And he really does see that and believe that. He really does want the best for everybody, no matter who it is. And he's proud of having this organization where if you want to grow, you can grow. And I find that inspiring because he actually sees that for people and is willing to help them. What surprised you the most about your role? Well, that's a good question. It's not necessarily a surprise. I don't see it as a job. I see it as, you know, there's a saying, find something you enjoy and you'll never have to work a day in your life. That's really how I see this. So maybe that is the surprise to me, that I don't feel like I'm working. <laughs> I feel like I'm part of the Panda family, you know, the Turing family. I really enjoy what I do because I'm exposed to so many things. Can you tell me about a time where you just sort of sat back and you said, I really enjoy this. I find this very meaningful. Oh, gosh, there's been a few of those times. But one that was most meaningful for me, I think it was at the Leaders Conference in Hawaii. It was just amazing to me to see all the GMs come together, all the business partners come together, Andrew and Peggy and the family come together. So this was like literally the biggest family party I had ever been to. And that's when I remember knowing that, wow, I love this. This is amazing. And I just remember everybody just having fun, the respect and the appreciation that just goes on there. For me, that was just amazing. I had never seen that before. So it was awesome. Can you describe for me Andrew's leadership style? He's the visionary, and he really is because he has 150 ideas. But his leadership style is that he'll leave it to you to facilitate it and make it happen. He doesn't have a heavy hand on telling you how to do it. He often says, you know, what is your recommendation? I love that, that he's not a hovering leader that is like, don't do it that way, do it this way. I see that as his leadership style. If you were to describe Andrew with one word, what word would you choose and why? The word that comes to mind for Andrew is humble. Tell me about humble. 
Well, you know, because I work with him on a day-to-day and I see what a person like Andrew can do, and he really does, can influence so many things in many levels, and it's not just professional but personal as well. And he's so humble about who he is and his success and the company that he and Peggy have created. He doesn't have a big ego, you know, and you'll never see that from Andrew. Is that what you most admire about him? I love that he's very humble, and I love that he's very cheap. Oh, no, wait, let me rephrase that. He says cheap. I say frugal. Why do you love that he's frugal? Because I think he just doesn't uh, talk the talk. He walks the walk as well. He got where he is because of his ownership mentality, and he thinks the same way about spending, you know, $5 as he would $500. And I appreciate that because, you know, a lot of people, I think once they get into this success mode, they just waste it all and not really put it to good use or pay it forward or think beyond the $5 or $500. What is one example where you have seen Andrew take his leadership and influence and turn it into good use? Oh, gosh. I see a lot of it. A lot of it goes unsaid and unnoticed. And being in my position, I get to witness it. And, you know, the humbleness, you don't go out and brag about it. You just do it because you care and you really want to help people. And I'll share those within the company, although there's been others that are outside of the company. I remember a couple years ago, we were at a store visit and two instances remind me. One was really wanting to help an associate buy a house closer to the store. The associate had relocated to this area to help support the company and was driving an hour and a half each way to support the store. And that person just needed a little bit of help to buy the house. So his influence was that we can make it happen. We can open up the doors to help that person get the loan to get the house. And another one I can remember specifically, there was an associate from, I think it was like Philippines, and two of her nieces were then going to be orphaned. And she was trying to get custody of them or trying to adopt them. And she needed help. She was going through the normal channels through the attorney. And then I remember Andrew just taking me by the hand and he's like, let's see what we can do for her. Why is that significant to you? I think because this company is a really caring and loving company. And I always say it starts from the top. You know, I'm a little bit older, so I've had many jobs. But within Panda, it's clear that it's a privately owned, family owned company. And it makes a big difference, especially when you have the two founders still within the company. They really do care about their associates. And I see it every day. I know sometimes it's not easy. It's a lot of work. And there's good and bad days sometimes, but the love and care is there, and I get to see that. For me personally, that's important because it has significantly changed my life. How has it significantly changed your life? Well, I came here as a result of a divorce, so I had to start over. And I know that Panda has really offered me the opportunity to dust myself up and get right back up in a loving and caring environment. I'm a much different person today than I was 10 years ago, five years ago. And it's helped me then use my learnings and then share those learnings with my children who are now much better people, which just amazes me. So how do you think you've changed and how do you think that that's impacted your kids? I think I'm much more understanding. 
I see life differently. You know, it was always about the today, but never about the tomorrow and to the future or what is possible. And I've seen that if you really put your head and your soul and your mind to it, that anything is possible. The opportunities are there. I see myself doing it at home a lot. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. <laughs> so those are the kind of things that matter. And just demonstrating role modeling. You know, Andrew always says role model what you want to be, who you want your children to be. For me, that's a big deal. So it, it's living more for not just the present, but living for the future and creating possibilities, not just for myself, but for the children as well. What's the best coaching you've gotten from Andrew? Could this be more on a personal level? It can be on a personal or a professional level. Okay, because it's on a personal level. I was fretting with my divorce about being a single mom and not getting any support. I was frustrated. He's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, all I'm trying to get is $900 from him a month just to help me out with my, you know, ones in high school, ones in college. Being the math person he is, he's like, Lisa, listen to yourself. That's only $7,000 a year. Put it in perspective. Focus on you and what you can do to get those $7,000 and forget about what you're expecting or him. And that was huge for me because I never even thought about it. I was like, my God, you're right. I really need to focus on working hard, doing better, growing, elevating within, and then it's nothing, right? That was like a big aha moment, as Oprah would say. How do you think your girls would describe Andrew? You know, it's interesting. My daughter, Melissa, was applying to colleges a year ago, and she wrote one of her college essays on Andrew from my eyes and from my sharing of Andrew. And I thought that was pretty impressive. She wrote about this man through her mother's eyes. And so if you ask her now, I think she thinks, thank God for Andrew. <laughs> what did she say in the college essay? It was part of the leadership component and who has influenced your life and how Andrew has influenced her life because of what her mother has become. It's interesting. It's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Is there a favorite memory you have of him as a leader? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Just every day. You know, everything changes every day with him. So there's not a, like a favorite favorite. I love that he gives me the space to grow and learn and gives me the project to learn about and grow with it. What do you celebrate most about your role at Panda? What do I celebrate most about my role at Panda? The exposure. Tell me about the exposure. Because I work directly for Andrew, I get to be exposed to many things. Everything from aircraft management to Panda Express operations to investments to purchasing a car to hiring tree trimmers. I mean, everything. It's my job encompasses so many things. And I love that. I love that I get to see many, many different things, not just one thing. How have you seen Andrew evolve over the last couple of years? Can you give me an example of that evolution? I see him being a lot more loving and caring because once he became a grandparent, the love has just exuded from him, you know, and I see him a little bit more compassionate towards people and mothers and fathers and other grandparents. I can just see the love that he has for these grandchildren. It makes him happy. What do you think Andrew's legacy will be? And maybe as you think about the grandchildren, what is one way that you would want to describe his legacy to them? If 
I was describing his legacy to the grandchildren. I would say that your grandfather not only loved you tremendously and you were the apple of his eyes, but it would also be that he loved many as well. And he really does love Panda and everyone in Panda and everyone outside of Panda. There's people out there that come back and want to say hello and how are you and it's been a long time. And people that Andrew has known for over 50 years because he started in Panda Inn. And to me, it's amazing. It's true to who he is. There's been trips where I plan store visits and then there's a detour and he goes and pays his respect, even to old associates. He doesn't have to do that, but he does that because he cares. And he remembers and he has an appreciation for folks. What do you think Andrew and Peggy's legacy in Panda will be? Andrew and Peggy's legacy will be that they've created this organization where people really are inspired to better their lives and they've afforded the opportunity for many, many people to grow. People come and go through Panda, but a lot of them have been very successful here and done very well. The beauty about Panda is that anybody can do that. Anybody has that same opportunity to do well within Panda. You just got to put in the hard work. But you've got to put in hard work in anything you do, not just Panda. And I hope people realize that. And if you were to give a shout out to Andrew, what would your shout out to Andrew be? Keep doing what you're doing. Don't change. Just get better. Thank you for what you do, Lisa. Thank you. And thank you for being an advocate for Andrew and for Peggy, the Churn family, and the Panda family. Well, thank everybody for that. Thank you for listening to Panda Express. We wish you the inspiration and courage to make the best of today. Check back every other week for a new episode. See you then.